Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton from the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with great, amazing artists. And as always, I always bring you the best of the best of the best of indie artists. And today is no different. We got Jessica Lynn, and she's really awesome. Awesome voice, awesome singer, awesome songwriter, and you, you're in for a treat today. So here she is. You hear, Je- Jessica? You bet I am. Thank you for that nice intro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are. I mean, again, I try to have the best of the best. I mean, on here because again, I want I want people on here that is at least going somewhere. I mean, they don't have to be the they don't have to be one day the Miranda, but if they look like they're going somewhere, they've got their act together. Because again, we're live. You know, anything can happen live. I've made boo boos already. You know, live. And I don't edit, so yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. And we've had technical difficulties it, right? too. Oh, yeah, yeah, our very oh, first yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, our very first show we actually had um, we did with Ash Ashlyn Grace, and I told Sandy that morning. My only fear, I'm, I'm not worried about going live. I can handle that. But my only fear was that somehow the system doesn't work. Yeah. And yeah. I guess God decided, let's get his fear out the way of this show. Because, <laughs> yeah. because, it, because 18 minutes into her interview, or I think it was three or four minutes into her interview, we talked a little bit beforehand, but but a couple minutes into her interview, it went blank. And I'm like, hello? No, and no. Yes. Sandy wasn't there. Ashley Sandy came running into the room. Sandy came running into the room and was like, what's going on? I don't know. And then Ashlyn texted me saying, "What happened? What's wrong?" Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I guess you know Paul can drop at any moment, so you never know, right? And then at three minutes, and then about three minutes of the the thing, we all called back into the system. It was still up, mm-hmm. and bam, we finished it out. <laughs> there you go. It's got to persevere. Yeah. That's the name of the game mm-hmm. in this business, anyway, right? Hey, perseverance. Yeah, you got to you got to roll with it because again. You know, I like you think life, it to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. and and exactly. I try to prepare one day to be like a Ty Bentley show or a Bobby Bones show. And if I can't do live, yeah. I can't do that. True, <laughs> true. And then you need so your 10,000 hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was to yes. be a master at anything. So that's good right. for you. you that's know, great. <laughs> you know, it's funny about the 10,000 hours part with a lot of people. Don't, I guess some people who know us know that we've actually invested close to 10,000 hours into marriage study from books to audios to sermons to conferences, um, mm. you know, in our 17 years. In fact, tomorrow we're going to the XO Marriage Conference that's being signed really? up here in Savannah, which we go yeah, to so, excited about that one. Mm-hmm. That, but we've that's invested about cool. close to 10,000 hours. I didn't even know existed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a big world of, of marriage conferences, marriage stuff to teach you and to guide you, and and one and one day we'll get to tell our story. I'm sure on that. But as well, we get started, <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, tell us where you're from, hobbies, and all that outside of music. Sure. And of course, I okay, you okay. know, and let's do some small talk here. Yeah, let's do it. Well, my name is Jessica Lynn. <laughs> And I live in the Pacific Northwest right now. I grew up in Denmark, which is over on the other side of the pond. <laughs> and uh, and I moved wow. I moved to the states 
in 2010 to pursue being a, a country artist. So that's kind of the really, really short version of my story. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so yeah, so I've been doing this for 10 years and the last five of them, I've pretty much been six of them. I've been pretty much full time. Um, oh, that's awesome. I have a full band. I record in Nashville. I, uh, I tour in the summer. I play theater shows in the winter. Uh, and, and it's just, it's, uh, yeah. So like you said, when, when you said hobbies, that's not music. Well, when music becomes <laughs> your life and your work, <laughs> then you definitely mm-hmm. need a hobby outside of music. That's for sure. <laughs> I do. Okay. So hobbies outside of music. I do, I do a lot of cooking. I love it. I've been diving into my Danish roots and, and, and learned a lot of Danish recipes. And Have you thought I about cooking cre- and singing some- at the same time? I sure can, yeah. but I normally don't. Yeah. No, 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 I say like, like make videos showing people that you're cooking and you sing. Because reason singing, why I say and, well, I, and, I've, and I've, I've said this several times to people, and the reason I'm saying this is there's a married couple that does um, marriage teachings on video, but they teach while they're uh-huh. cooking. I thought that was that just so cool. cool. Well, how, it doesn't get more married time than that, does it? <laughs> Except I do the cooking and my husband does the cleaning, yeah. so. <laughs> um, ah, that's well, what you, we you do. Be, yeah, same here. You, you could be singing. You could be singing while he's doing the dishes. I could. I could. Except I'd be afraid to burn something because <laughs> I mean, multitasking is not my strong suit. <laughs> but I do. And then my other thing that I love doing in the spring is is gardening. So I'll, um, no you know, I just a lot of a lot of um, planting out to make our backyard or back area a little bit a little bit like a, a haven because that's where we spend a lot of time yeah. when we're not on the road and stuff like that so and I have a little puppy well he's not little anymore he's a two-year-old German <laughs> Shepherd Lab mix we called him John oh, wow oh, he just looks up. <laughs> so, you, so you and your husband work together with this yes we are we are a team we it's it's an, awesome. it's always been and and us decision whatever we end up doing and and this year we did end up investing a lot into my career um, and he plays keyboards with me now and then um, but oh, wow. he also uh, has his own musical projects that he does so uh, so yeah we're a we're a big happy musical family <laughs> just yeah. two and a half of us because <laughs> that's kind of how what we are because again we work from home we work we do all this together. That's why it's called the Chris and Sandy show and not the Chris show. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's what makes us unique. You know, I think two things that make us unique is of course our marriage. Um, we've been 17 married 17 years and, and it's been a 24 seven couple the whole time. That is amazing. Not believe. many people and, can do that. I'm not even <laughs> sure I could do that. I need a lot of me time. <laughs> but, uh, it, but having a, a a good partnership in everything you do. Oh, yeah, uh, I think that is, that is the key. That is the key. Yeah. I consider yeah. myself very happily married. <laughs> that, that is awesome. awesome. Because again, you've got a lot of people that, you know, you know, when they marry who, and they're a singer and they're going places. Have you seen, I'm sure you noticed a lot of times when all of a sudden the singer starts making the bigger money, they leave the spouse. And usually yeah. marry someone uh, within the industry, and mm-hmm. and I I usually call it way before that happens because you can just see it that when you're not going in the same direction, your that yeah. marriage is doomed, and it's yeah. really tough. There, 
you know, especially for what you did. Successful stories. Yeah, there's some successful stories. Like I think Dolly Parton is a good example. We don't, never see her husband, and I don't believe he's in the industry. But now, yeah. now I'm just Which running is with gossip. I know it's <laughs> it's, it's uh, usually being in the industry helps you grasp what the other person is doing and why exactly. this is important. And that's what I feel has been the the plus of of marrying another artist. And that, that's so yeah. smart. Again, I'm not, I'm not telling people that they should go divorce if, if they're an artist and, a, and their <laughs> spouse don't do no, on no, the same no. page. But, you know, it, it, you know, but I think artists who are, who has this career that they're, they're looking forward and they're seeing five years down the road and they feel like one day they want to be full time and they're single right now. I think it's a good idea to think about before you even consider dating anybody date people that are kind of on the same wavelength as you because it's a tough road for y'all. Mm-hmm. I think it's all about the passion. It's about finding yeah. someone who is equally passionate about what they yeah. do. Because, exactly. it, I mean, if it was something else, like some other type of art or even some other profession, as long as the passion is there, then they will understand the passion and the drive that needs yeah. to go into True. music to be mm-hmm. any sort of success, right? And so, so I think that's where so it cut- is. You kind of went into my next question, what oh, drives you? Yep. Ah, that, was, that was where I was yeah. leading with this. It was perfect into intro. Mm-hmm. I was like, what drives Jessica? What makes Jessica tick? What drives Jessica? Um, well, you know, I, I took about a decade and some change off from music when I lived in Denmark. Mm-hmm. And experiencing life where music was not a part of it, in any way or form. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. I would maybe I would I would still be inspired to write a song, but I would it would be on the couch. You know, nobody would ever mm-hmm. hear it. Um, yeah. Ha- having experienced that, even the hardest of times with music, I know what music, what life without music is like. So there's just there's just <laughs> no way. There's <laughs> just no way. It's, even even the worst <clears throat> crap sandwich of of uh, of music is better than life without it. So that's what drives me. Yeah. And then I'm very yeah. passionate about connecting with the people that I connect with and, and uh, sharing what the gifts that I have with the world in order to make other people's lives better as well as my own. So mm-hmm. that, that's the other than a secondary drive, I would say. But primarily it's just that I couldn't, I, I've tried it and it doesn't work. <laughs> so and, and, sorry, you know, world. I, I, <laughs> I get it. I 100% mm-hmm. get it because we actually launched New Country Buzz originally in 2014. And we, um, in fact, we shut it down in 2015 for personal reasons. But before we shut it down, we actually got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before anybody knew her, which was really cool. Really? Um, How cool. Yep. Yeah, in fact, this past, February 10th was, our, was the fifth anniversary of us interviewing her. But I thought that was pretty cool. Wow, that's <laughs> and, cool. And, um, but we shut it down for personal reasons. And I, I mean, I even tried to push us so far away from it that I let the domain new country buzz go and everything. But every oh six my. months I would log on to GoDaddy, see if anybody's bought it yet. Nope. Six months later. Nope. Six months later. Nope. And in the October of 2018, I told Sandy, um, you know, new country buzz is still available. Never been bought. Thank God's trying to say something here that we're supposed to finish what we yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I believe like, well, in signs like that. I really do. 
Sometimes we're just getting nudges, right? Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and everything, I mean, we got a way broader vision now than we had back then because there's different to- – I mean, back then, I did it the hard way. I tell you, and, and I think this was a part of why I shut it down. I hated the transcribing part back because I don't do that now. I just record mm-hmm. the video. Yeah, I mean, video, uh, audio and, mm-hmm. and let it be. But back then, we'd, we'd record the audio, and I'd transcribe the whole interview. <coughs> so if the interview was oh, 30 wow. minutes, it would take me three hours. A long time. Yeah, that's <coughs> a lot of work. And that was, oh, a lot of work. And yeah, her, difficult. You know, and I don't think anybody's ex- – yeah, I don't think anybody would be expecting that today. Uh, podcast is a podcast, right? Yeah, no. Or a radio show is yep. a radio show, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, so we got a broader vision than we had back then, and you know when we look back, yeah. and, and you know another reason we know that it had to be shut down was because since then, you know, because of course before that we had our eight-year-old son, which of course he was two then, back back then he's eight now, but we we got a almost a one-year-old daughter now, so we know if we wouldn't have shut New Country Buzz down, timing would have been would have changed everything, which means she wouldn't be here. That's there you true. go. Mysterious so we had to shut way. it down. <laughs> so we had to shut it down mm-hmm. for a temporary time, have her come into the world, have Sandy go through some craziness of the with the pregnancy <laughs> and then Oh <laughs> yes, it was, was a crazy it was a complicated one. pregnancy. Yes. Oh my and then oh. and then we relaunch and here we are. So and here we are Yay, with you. Yay, welcome <laughs> back. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I, I love it. That's fantastic. What a great story. So at what age did you know that music was it? Um, <clears throat> well, I guess I've always known, if you kind of mm. put it that way. I've <laughs> always known that, that, I mean, even when I was doing, like I went to Barcelona to study art, and I went to India mm-hmm. to, to become a yoga teacher. So I've done a whole bunch of other things. But I've always kind of known that music was my number one. And I've, mm-hmm. I was kind of hiding behind, oh, my gosh, if I – if I, I'll just do everything but music because what if I fail <laughs> oh, at wow. my num- number one thing? Then, what? Then you know, that would just be too much to bear until I finally mm-hmm. was like, you know, mm-hmm. screw it. I'm going for it. That, <laughs> so so yeah. my, my, first, my first realization that music was it was actually a, a, a pretty <laughs> – uh, older age, I would have been. I was 31 when I moved here and started on my journey, mm-hmm. like 100. Oh, wow. percent But I've been. I sang before I could talk. <laughs> I mm-hmm. wrote my first oh, wow. song when I was six. <laughs> I don't remember it, but I, but I, but I remember that I did. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. always been a big part of. It's running my veins. Like that's always been yeah. always been a part of me. That is. Awesome. And I've never I've never been able to not write songs. Songwriting is like my way of coping with the world. <laughs> my diary. And, and you know, <laughs> I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying here because back in 2014, we interviewed um, Alice and Still from Two Still Girls. I was asking her about what advice she'd give people. And she mm-hmm. made a, and she was full time back then. I mean, she's went different routes since, but we understand uh, and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, but back then she was full time, and I remember her answer. She, and she said, she said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone that's doing this full time. She goes, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, then go do that. Don't do – just keep music as a hobby. She said because mm-hmm. – she talked about how 
it's rough on your body. It's rough on your sleep. It's rough. You have to eat a certain way. You have to not feel good and still be up on that stage. Stay, you, you have to get out there and smile and be happy about it no matter how miserable you are at that very moment. And then she yep. said, but if your heart won't allow you to do anything else, then go all in. And it sounds like that's what you yeah. did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is definitely me. But I do agree with her. It takes a certain type of person to go up on a stage on a TV show in front of, you know, thousands of people and mm-hmm. that, are, that will be watching this and have it cemented forever with 102 of a fever. You know, I mean, I, I've done that. Yeah. I've, done, I've done shows mm-hmm. where I was barely able to rattle back off stage and, and um, because, I, because I feel like that's what I need to do. It's not like, yeah. oh, woe is me. I yeah. have to do this. I choose to do that. Uh, yeah. if, if that's mm-hmm. not, if your line goes somewhere, if your boundary goes somewhere else, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I, my heroes have always gone on stage despite themselves to, for me as an audience. So I will do the same. Yeah. And that's the way I, I look at it. Um, I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely agree with that. And I've always I've always told young people when I mentor them, I've had, a, uh, I've mentored a lot of young, young upcoming uh, or, or aspiring artists. I always mm-hmm. tell them, don't be ashamed of having a day job. That is not a failure. Yeah. Somehow they got yeah. that in their minds and, or that, <laughs> you know, you can't be in more than one band or, you know, if you teach, you hide away from the world. It's like, no, no such thing. Whatever combination works for you works. And yep, exactly. don't be ashamed or afraid of having a day job or even when you go full time and then you come back to a day job because mm-hmm. you need a break. There's yeah. I did that. That's fine. You know, that's exactly where, you know, you have to be to get rid of all those urban legends about what it means to be a quote unquote rock star <laughs> and then and figure out what life makes you happy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's I remember right. Joe Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when we interviewed Joe Kelly from CDX Nashville um, a couple of weeks ago? He, he he talked about he says that he he knows a lot of people within the music industry who they make you know hundred hundred fifty thousand a year profit off their they're not they don't want to entertain a label they don't want any of that they do it on their own terms he says they are a success and but people would never know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know people because who of this barely ever play a show out in public they they do house concerts all year and all you know all day long and they Jimmy, have a very Jimmy Parker does a lot of those yeah a very tight-knit community around their music and people who are just so excited to have them back and they do these little shows <laughs> that are yeah. to all together make a fabulous living you know it's not going to be and they're, uh, and they're happy about gu- it guitars cadillacs and hillbilly music but it's going to be, uh, it, it be a very satisfying living because you have a captive audience every night. So, I mean, there's so many ways of being a musician that has nothing to do with the voice or, yep. or American mm-hmm. Idol or even, even the Grammy. You know, it, it, there's mm. so many ways to, to become a successful musician that we just don't even, mm-hmm. most people don't even know about. Exactly. So when That's you look right. back on, on your life so far, 
What are some highlights of things that you've done where you're like, wow, I did that? <laughs> um, well, I will say that uprooting from my native country and moving all the way over here, huge. following, following my dream with nothing but a couple of suitcases, that was, <laughs> that was one of my, one of my wow. proper moments because I had to be brave. So that was, I mean, that's something where I was like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> but now that yeah. I've eked out a living over here, it's, uh, um, there are a couple of stages I've been on that I have been very, very honored to be on. Like one, mm-hmm. we have a big festival here in the Northwest called the Watershed Fest. And um, uh-huh. like head, headliners that year was Tim McGraw and Lady Antebellum. Oh, wow. And I got to play that, that festival and that was, that was that was probably the biggest stage I'd ever been on at the time. And so definitely, definitely uh, I'm very proud of that. I, I opened up for Trace Atkins this summer. That was a spectacular moment. Oh, that's cool. So, um, but I will say that one of the biggest, more personal accomplishments for me would be mm-hmm. the last album that I put out because I mm-hmm. felt like, I was done listening to what other people thought I should be writing about or what other people thought I should sound like. And (laughs) I was able to put out an album that Mm. was so true to me and my soul and what I wanted my music to sound like that even had Mm -hmm. a gospel hymn on it. You know, that was, so that that to me was, 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 yeah, I did that. (laughs) Oh, wow. So I'm uh-huh. sure there are many other highlights, but those would be the ones that so, I would So what I was your favorite venue that you did play at? What was your favorite venue that you played at? Um, let's see. What was my favorite venue? <laughs> I don't know. I I I don't have like a venue that stands out like that. I've played some big stages um mm-hmm. where, you know, you can barely see your band members from one end to another. Uh, <laughs> or that's what it feels like. <laughs> Uh, with a jumbotron with your face on it in the background. I mean, that's pretty fantastic. But my favorite shows are the ones where, um, where there are you know, either either people. I really love those uh, 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 summer concerts and festivals where fairs, you know, where mm-hmm. where there's a lot of kids, and when mm-hmm. they start coming up and dancing and and jumping around in front of the stage like that, mm-hmm. that moment to me is, is fantastic. <laughs> Oh wow! So, uh, so yeah, I don't have a favorite venue, but um, mm. but I I definitely have have favorite types of shows that I I love inducing a good time, and mm-hmm. you know jumping down into the audience and 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 reaching <laughs> reaching over the edge of the beer garden and getting the 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 semi drunk people singing along. I mean that's also fun, drunk people and children. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> but I, but I, I, uh, I, I love being, I love creating an experience for people um, mm-hmm. that is, that is, you know, they remember it as a good time. So, uh, so I, so I guess, yeah, the, I don't know if that. So let's flip the <laughs> a, a script a little bit and go the other way. What mm-hmm. are some, what are some of the struggles you've went through? Because one of the things I want to do with our show, and then this is where I feel like we're, different than everybody because I don't know of anybody that really does this but I want to bring out the struggles of the artists because of course the big artists they get to tell their stories 
You know, you hear mm-hmm. you hear all the stuff that Blake goes through, and Miranda went through, and all and all the other people that went through. Um, so as an artist, someone would look at that and say, "Yeah, but they already made it, so it's hard for them to relate, even though they did have their fair struggles." But mm-hmm. as we bring on people who are in the hunt, because of course, let's face it. Blake ain't, ain't in the hunt like he used to be. I mean, he's still in the hunt, but mm-hmm. not, it's not the same when you're at that level as the hunt that it is at your level. So mm-hmm. we want to bring out, show people, look, people like you are still in the hunt, and you still, and you go through, you're fighting through these struggles, just like yeah. they are. So they can say, oh, yeah. wow, you know, I can do this. So what are yeah. some of the things that, that over the last few years, or even in your life that you've, that just, you're like, you know, Man, this has been a, this has been rough here, but I overcame it. I think my biggest struggle has been a financial one, mm-hmm. and I'm you know I I uh, I didn't like I said I came with you know two suitcases and and I didn't <laughs> have savings or I had to come over here and my first priority was to find a day job you know that's that's kind of where yeah. I started out and I was I wasn't by any means ready for a big stage at that time but. Um, yeah. But I think the biggest the biggest lesson that I've had to learn is you, and I hate this saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Is <laughs> you you have to spend money to make money, and that is so yeah. true in in this. It is. I I hear I hear other artists um, complaining about being stuck at whatever level they're at, but then also not being uh-huh. willing to pay for opportunities. Um, I mean, yeah. and take some chances. Uh, yeah. they, they'll, they'll throw thousands of dollars into a music video, but then they won't uh, pay to showcase in front of potential buyers. Uh, it, it's, it's, <laughs> the whole pay-to-play thing is a big – it, it's a bit mushy, and people don't always mm-hmm. – people, some people say that you never pay to play, but I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the biggest <laughs> realizations I think I've had is that I've needed to invest into my career mm-hmm. in order to get more back. So, yeah. so that, that the financial struggle, but also just, you know, I don't have a, a rich backer or, and I don't yeah. have some millionaire friend that's helping me out. Like, like, like Macklemore is one, one uh, that, you know, I can relate to from this area. <laughs> and he, he, but he, he did have someone step up and help him at one point. And mm-hmm. I've had to help myself. <laughs> you know, yeah. my husband and I have had to make some, some, some serious um, investments, and and it's yeah. and it's paying off. You know, so that's seeing that. Oh, this is a business. You have to mm-hmm. look at it from a business perspective, and that also means investing and putting money yeah. into it. You can't, you know, you can't open a store without a product. So, and yeah, there's been definitely. a lot of things with like gear and. Uh, you know, bu- buying a lot of expensive equipment, not just mm-hmm. an instrument, but, you know, uh, we have a full in- in-ear monitor system that we take with us, and that is not <laughs> cheap, <laughs> you know. And then <laughs> and then also also spending a whole season not making any money, but spending money to – I've been mm-hmm. showcasing in front of all the fair and festival conventions this whole winter, uh-huh. and, and that's new for me. So – yeah. You know, a lot of people have been doing that for years, and and they have a whole system set. Well, I'm I'm making my system right now, so yeah, there's <laughs> there's definitely, and then I think um, realizing that this music business, the way it is today, is not 
there's no one way to do it. You can mm-hmm. hear the story, exactly. like you said, from like the big ones that will, they'll say, oh, you know, do, go about it this way. But then they were, mm-hmm. they might have been, been rising in the nineties or early two thousands where the streaming industry hadn't really taken over and they were still kind of playing by the, by the quote unquote old rules. But yeah. when, but when, so realizing that, that nobody really knows. We're all kind yeah. of figuring this new this new system out. Um, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's that's also been a struggle, and like you try to get advice from other people, and then you can't really use it because it doesn't apply to you. I mean, it's it's, and then realizing, oh wait, this is going to be the best way for me, <laughs> but maybe not for yeah. anybody else. And so, God, that has been so frustrating because it's not it's not like any other entrepreneurial business that you can kind of yeah, say exactly. well. You know, with, within six months, you should be making a profit. No, no. <laughs> that is not the case for a for a music business. That just doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, because it's changed so much. Like I asked Joe, yeah. who's he's been the middleman of music, for, and he talked about how much money they made with CDs back in the nineties. Because of course, it's changed now. Oh yeah. And I oh, asked yeah. him, you know, when you talk to people, and I talk to people a lot of time about music. And they're like, they 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 just have this attitude. I'll never buy music ever again because I can get it for free online now. And I mm-hmm. asked him, how do we change that perception, or do we? His exact answer was, we don't. It's over. He says, you'll yep. never live on the music side. He says, now yep. you will live on the live shows and merchandise. That's where the money. And is merchandise. Now. Yep. Yep. I wholeheartedly agree. And I think trying to change a natural evolvement or what I'm, that's not mm-hmm. a real word, is it? And a natural, <laughs> a natural pro- progression, I should say, yeah. of trying to change something that is just going to happen anyway is like going against the stream. It's pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It's like going against the um, going against the the grain, and and there's no need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Can we make better streaming royalties happen? Sure. We might be able to do that by lobbying and think, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's a whole other issue, but, but and that's years down realize, the road, yeah, realizing that we had about a good hundred years of selling music and now it's over <laughs> because what did they do before they were able to record music? Well, they were part of some snake oil salesman show, right? <laughs> or they were, mm-hmm. went on the road and some, in some variety yeah. show. And so it was all on the road and I, you know, back to basics, that's where it is again. That's, I love so, that answer. Yeah. Yeah, and we're great gonna, answer. We're, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back from the break, we'll play your song, Warning Label, and then we'll talk about that. How's that? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Hey, everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called The Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. 
The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out.
love that song. Thank yes, you. Great song. <laughs> you know, first time I heard that, I've never heard anybody take it that route. Cause, you know, I thought the warning label, I'm almost thinking like, He's going to have to have a – he should have a warning label or she should have a warning label. Right, kind of like ne- Cowboy yeah. Casanova, right? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a yeah. sudden you're like, yeah. I need a warning label. I love that twist on <laughs> it. Different take on it. We love that. Yeah. Well, you know, I should. But then, <laughs> but then I, was, I was writing it with a fellow redhead, and we were talking about, well, we did. We, we came with nature's warning label, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, we definitely had the whole like. Uh, let's let's write it from the girls' perspective of you know you got to be something special to handle this. <laughs> so yeah, right. <laughs> kind of like the Marilyn Monroe quote that you see a lot, where she talks about if you can't handle me in my low times, you're not going to have me in my high times, or however it goes. But yeah, it basically, same serve thing. Serve me in my high times. Yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, I love Marilyn Monroe quote. <laughs> <laughs> so as we so. move into a little side of the women's side of things, as you know, it's getting tougher for women to make it out there, especially on country road. Now, things like, of course, what we're doing. I mean, we showcase more women than we do men on our show. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of podcasts are starting to do that. But what do you think about what country radio has done in the last decade? And I say decade because Sandy, when she looks back at the 90s, or I should say two decades, but when she said when she looks back at the 90s, you had a lot of women that were played on the radio, and a lot. You did. Mm-hmm. The 80s and yeah. 90s, there there were a lot more. It was a, a lot more fair at least what more, they were Yeah, it was more balanced, right, mm-hmm. yeah. than the last yeah. 20 years have been. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, what, it's it's like it. The the bro the bro country took over for a while there, right? That's what I. That's what that I call was it. what I've yeah. told people. I talk, talk, now, granted, we we like your Florida Georgia lineup. We like you know that that, but we do we like some of the bro country too. But I do get it. I I really believe that if you look back over the last twenty years, to me, um, where the change happened was bro country. Mhm. Yeah, that was yep. probably the catalyst for it. Yeah, I I I uh I definitely have uh met my share of uh of what do you call uh, discrimination for for yeah. being a woman. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you reach out to a festival and the reply mm-hmm. is like a 3-day like a 3-day festival and it, what the reply you get is uh sorry, we already have our female act. And there's three oh, wow. days of music wow. and they book one female act. Maybe one female oh, wow. act a day, you know. But mm-hmm. it's – and I even went to a uh, the three-day ACM fest in, in Vegas mm-hmm. one year, and mm-hmm. the whole first day was all women. And then the other two days mm-hmm. were kind of mixed of everything, but mostly mm-hmm. men. So even wow. even though they were trying to make, you know, this all about women – it was only one day that was dedicated to women, and the other two were mostly men. Mm-hmm. So it was like it wow. was, still wasn't balanced out, although it was a good step in the right direction. Yeah. And I remember one of my yeah. friends saying, well, it's kind, it kind of hard to sit through a whole day of women. And I looked at him, and I'm <laughs> like, you, do you realize who you're sitting next to right now? <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, like, wow. oh, sorry. I should say oh, what my acquaintance is. But, oh, but here's the deal, though. 
uh, some one person told me it takes about a million dollars to break an artist. Well, uh-huh. mm-hmm. a million a million point two if it's a female. So we cost oh, wow. more to break because, because oh wow raising so much, raising yeah. daughters costs more. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. <laughs> but the thing is, though, that that I see I see it going in the right direction right now, and I'm happy mm-hmm. about that. Um, mm-hmm. The the time of the time of the height of bro country is over. I think mm-hmm. um, there's yep, still going to so be, and, w- and what we're left with is 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 uh, the Nashville music kind of branching out in a couple of directions, and one mm-hmm. is. Uh, some branched off like Chris Stapleton and, and Sturgill Simpson and some of those guys branched off and mm-hmm. were like, you know, no, mm-hmm. we're going to go back to the roots and go traditional and, yeah. and, and have yeah. a lot more traditional country sound. And then you yeah. have the country rock, which is the Jason Aldeans <laughs> and the, you know, and even mm-hmm. Miranda Lambert on a, on a good day, that's country rock. Right. And then you have <laughs> yeah. the con- the country pop, which is a lot smoother there's barely mm. any twang. You never hear a fiddle. If you hear a, a, a pedal guitar, it's only so that you can identify, oh, wait, this does belong on country radio, where you have all the rapping, the rapping, and, and you know, got people like Sam Hunt that I don't mm. even, personally, I don't think he belongs in country music, but, um, but that's, you know, that's, that's another debate. So what I'm seeing yeah. is what happened in – did you guys watch that um, – the Ken Burns series called just – it's just called oh, yeah, Country eight, Music, oh, and it's like it eight hours. Oh, yeah. yeah it was we eight saw hours the whole thing. I, yeah. I bought the whole thing, and I watched it. And, and do you guys notice what happened in the 60s is the Nashville sound came out? And that's exactly what's mm-hmm. going on right now is that changes yes. are happening, and people are picking exactly. and choosing different types of, of country okay. music that they like. And as long yep, as that mm-hmm. happens, we all think, oh, this is, you know, it's the end of country music. No, it's <laughs> never, it's never the end. It, it, it's, you know, it's funny because I always tell people that who try to tell me uh, we got to save country music. And I'm like, have you watched, because I always tell people, have you watched that eight-hour series? Because they they're like, oh, we need our Johnny Cash's, yeah. our Merle Haggard's, and, and, all, and, you know, and all of them back. And I said, do you know that in their time, People said we have to save country music from them. Yes, and they're and, and they're stunned. They were the rebels yeah. at that time, changing it. <laughs> Outlaw country, <laughs> Willie Nelson yes. and the gang, right? Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. So, yes. I mean, and, if we and had the, the same, and the women co- had a very hard time back then. And of yeah, course, really they did. You know, other minorities mm-hmm. had a hard time back then. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. So it's it, it's nothing new. I just think that. Country music evolves the, mm-hmm. the demographic and, and, and the politics around it. I don't talk politics, but the but the like the the, the equality around it evolves a little yeah. slower mm-hmm. than other places. And I'm fine yeah. with that. Because because these are my people. And if they're yeah. not ready for a full on day of country you know, women, then then we'll make them ready. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be patient with them. We'll work this out. And I and I think that I think that the country radio right now is ready for another flip, where the where yeah. I hope to see that void of of no more bro country. I hope to see that void filled by more women. But but yeah. honestly, if I if yeah. I turn on the bull or the wolf or, or or something like that, and I I sit through an hour, I hear maybe one female singer like that. Mm-hmm. That's just where it is 
right now. But I feel a change a coming. Yeah, oh, it's, 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 yes, it's, it's coming. It's definitely coming. You can see that, and just like with the whole CMT, that they're going to play mixed or both, about a, trying to do a 50-50 split. I was telling Sandy, I've told a few people this. If they really do a 50-50 split, there's going to be at least 15 or 20 spots that are going to be available to new women. Because let's face mm-hmm. it, they can't play Carrie and Miranda as and, um, and, and all of them as much – to equal out the other guys, Mm-mm. they can't. There's, there, it, it, it would make people hate um, Carrie and all of them. So there's going to be at least a handful of artists, a handful yeah. of artists that they're going to have to now let through. Yeah, and that's where it's a good time to be a woman in country music <laughs> <laughs> because the spots, the slots are opening. Hopefully, it, that's the way I see it happening right now. Or maybe we'll just make them open because yep. come on, guys. It's the new, it's the 20s. That's, that's always been a female revolution time, hasn't it? So that's <laughs> right. Let's <get> to it. <laughs> time for it again. But, I, but I, I, do, I do see, and I hear a lot of, um, I do get a lot of, uh, um, when I do connect with some of the labels and management companies mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, um, they, a lot of them are reaching out to female artists right now because they need to break the next female act. So, yes, yeah. there, is, there is something happening. It's just a slow churn. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, the radio stations are, are probably the end of that whole churning process of actually yeah. getting them to play more. Yeah, when they, they turn, that's when you know it's turned. A, yeah, then it's turned. The yeah. F, and I am speaking specifically about <laughs> FM radio stations because the, the, yeah. the, the even the Sirius and the iHeartRadio and the, some of these mm. other more they're a little freer to do what they want, but the 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 big the big stations are always kind of hands tied to what they're paid to play. So if they don't have more than if they don't have enough A artists, female artists to play, mm. they're gonna play the dudes. Of course they are, because <laughs> they want A yeah. artists. Yeah. They don't want and uh, you know up and coming little Jessica Lynn from the Great Northwest, right? They want somebody <laughs> that they're like, yeah, you've had you know four. Somebody had four uh, uh, singles, like in the top 100 on 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 the Billboard. That's the kind mm. of artist they want to play. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Don't get me started. Apparently, so. I can go on and on about this forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, here, so here's a two-part question. Mm-hmm. If you could, you know, most people have been asked the first part, but very few people have been asked the second part. If you could co-write okay. with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? And the second part is what. What would the song be about? Oh my. Okay, I have one. I have one on my bucket list. Uh, his name is Gary Burr, and I have I've met him several times, uh, and I just adore his wife, Georgia Middleman. She's also mm. on my bucket list. But as long <laughs> as Gary Burr, as long as I haven't co-written with Gary Burr, he's still going to be top of my list. Um, <laughs> he was the re- he was the reason I became a songwriter in the first place. Oh, wow. And um, he wrote he he wrote a lot he's written a lot of of hits and a lot of filler on the albums back in the nineties when you had to buy the album to get the single you know and uh, yeah. and he wrote I think three songs off of Faith Hill's first album the the Take oh, Me wow. As I Am album and I just oh, wow. every yeah. time I and I noticed every time I ran into a Gary Burr song I adored it 
And I would start, <laughs> I'd, I'd start thinking, I want to write like this. Wow, this is a story. How did he make this rhyme? You know, I, I was studying yeah. it. And a lot of other songwriters, but his name just stood out to me. Like Victoria Shaw is another yeah. songwriter that I just adore. Um, so he's definitely still top of my list. Uh, and and what would the song be about? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is a very good question. He is very good at, at writing story songs. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. I know one thing that I would love to do, and I still haven't done. You know those songs where the 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 word has like a different meaning. Into mm-hmm. like uh, 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 an example would be what she's doing now by Garth Brooks. Oh yeah. yeah, he's like I, I wonder what she's doing now because what she's doing mm-hmm. now is tearing me apart, right? So it has two <laughs> yes. the flip meaning. I would want to write a song like that. Like something that has like the the double meaning. That, that would be my awesome. answer to the second part. <laughs> you know, one of my friends, um, Landon Walls, I guess it's almost to that. He actually wrote a song back to um, Kelsey Ballerini um, mm-hmm. on her um, song, the Yell Boy one. The Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. I know you yeah, the Peter why, Pan one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and saying yeah. why he's Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And he got her attention so much by doing that. She, I think, she invited him to one of her showcase things and stuff, like a year or two ago. It was a really cool, cool thing. Oh, nice. I mean, <laughs> so this, you never so he know. was a no name at that person, but yeah, he wrote a song answering why he's Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So I always oh, thought that was pretty See, cool. Again, there's that, no that was... one way. <laughs> you never that's know right. who's listening or who's watching, right? It's it's yeah, that's interesting. It's very cool. So who's been your most supportive people behind you through your musical career? Oh, my husband, for sure. That is awesome. <laughs> but I also have a bunch of people. I have a team. You know, I have mm-hmm. um, people who support me in many different ways. Um, you know my my uh, my band, uh, and I have you know band members come and go. That's also one of the obstacles that that I've had to <laughs> learn how to deal with is to actually be a band manager and and really figuring out how to how to how to be you know because because they're technically employees you know subcontractors yeah. so. How how to make that work and not overwork the ones that don't want to overwork, but have enough work for the ones that want to work, and oh, and wow. for me to be continuing on my journey without being oh my band can't do it, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, but I have a very supportive band, and I have a very supportive uh, network of people that I have uh, my um, you know, I have a, a, a tight knit girlfriend group that we can sit and we can talk about anything and we always have mm-hmm. we've been separated on different continents at times uh, for longer periods mm-hmm. one was in Denmark <laughs> and one was in Hawaii and the other two of us were here in the northwest and and we we have this thread going we've had this thread going for the last two two years where mm-hmm. we discuss everything and that that <laughs> kind of support is so mm-hmm. important yeah so what's something quirky that you do that nobody knows or very few people know? 
<laughs> oh, I should be prepared for these kinds of questions, shouldn't I? Um, okay, I am a huge uh, sci-fi slash superhero fan. Oh, so wow. much so that I just I oh, just wow. got invited to co- to co-host what a, a a podcast. Um, this one episode <laughs> of a podcast uh, where we pick apart a superhero movie, and I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right oh, now, awesome. I'm, cool. I'm into yeah. the DC's Legends of Tomorrow. That's like my favorite one right now. But I've I've watched all the series and I watch all the movies mm-hmm. on repeat. And Marvel, DC doesn't matter. Star Trek, Star Wars, don't care. Just bring it all on. <laughs> So I didn't think sci-fi, time travel, superhero. I'm I nerd out to that kind of stuff. That's my downtime. Oh well. Oh, because oh, we cool. because we're a family show. We always have our eight-year-old ask a question. You know, I'm allow him to get jump on. He he wants to one day have his own podcast. So we're trying oh, to prepare cool. him a little bit. You know, I have a podcast too. I have my oh, first awesome. episode coming out on Monday the twenty-fourth. So, oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Jessica. What's your, what's your favorite food? <laughs> oh, hi. My favorite food is, um, oh, let's see. What is my favorite food? I like lots of different types of food. But I think my favorite food is Indian food. I have a thing for butter chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite food? Uh, Pizza. <gasps> Oh, see, that's right up there in my top three. So we we get along <laughs> just fine, you and I. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Bye. Great question. Oh, he always loves that. He's oh. our future little podcaster there. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That's great. So tell us about your that's podcast you're starting. Oh, so um, I, I've been writing my blog ever for the last, well, the last 10 years and, um, I restarted it a couple of times because I actually my website crashed, so I lost a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. But I've been but I've been writing my blog ever since I got here, just just sharing from my journey and what I've learned and my you know lessons and and I um I was kind of looking over like what kind of content do I want to put out this year and and um, mm-hmm. my social media person and I were talking about well uh, you know because I said I've I've always wanted to do a podcast I mean. I'm not, I'll do videos and stuff sometimes, but this is just me, you know, talking. And I, yeah. I, I totally was feeling drawn to do that. So we called it Packing a Punch. So uh, it's, called, <laughs> it's packingapunchpodcast.com. And it's going to be me just telling my story and, and sharing from my journey. And so basically what we've been doing today, but just on a solo basis. So yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's gonna mimic my blog, so you can either read it or listen to it. That's basically what it what that's, it's gonna be. So mm-hmm. well, that's that's awesome. Here's a yeah. question that I'm trying for the first time. I've never asked this on our shows before. <laughs> Ooh, I like what being a guinea question, pig. What question out there you wish people would have would have asked but they never do? Oh. You wish people would have asked. Well, sometimes they don't ask, you know, where where I come from, and the, the whole thing about being Danish never comes out. So that's but but we already covered that. Um, <laughs> I, that's a well, really that good I'm question. Different. Yeah, you are. That's one. I had to think about that one for a second. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel I feel like most 
most questions are usually, I mean, you guys all have different, when I do interviews, everybody has different takes on it. And, and I always, mm-hmm. I always just enjoy the questions that are being asked, but I never feel like anything is lacking. So I don't think I can answer that. <laughs> I, don't feel, I don't feel like there's anything that I'm not being asked. So what's huh. a song from the past? It could be a song from the past. It could be even your song that would describe your life as you see it. Crazy Dreams by uh, uh, Carrie Underwood. That is awesome. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Sometimes even crazy dreams come true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good true. one. That's, a, that's an anthem for me. So, I uh, love it. So what, advice would you, <laughs> so what advice would you give <laughs> an up-and-coming artist? Who's, who's who? Maybe okay. done five shows type thing. You know, let's say okay. that they don't they know nothing, and they but they're but they're pretty good on on a guitar. They can sing pretty good, and it's not one of them where people have fed them that they can sing good, but they really can. What advice would you someone give them? Someone who's got who's got the package. Okay, um, yeah. I would I would say. Well, my my advice is always you know, follow your own heart and don't listen to what others say. That's mm. always been a big thing for me. I even wrote it into one of my songs because I, I was, I spent so much of my life listening to other people rather than my own inner wisdom. So don't worry about what others think. Don't worry about what others say. Just do what you do, what you love. That is awesome. There you go. So if you, if you had a magic wand right now, what you're about to say would come true. Where do you want to be in five years? Oosh. Okay. Uh, five and, years. And, and, wow, and the reason I'm saying this, the magic wand, uh-huh. is uh-huh. when we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini five years ago, everything that she said on our show, she's hey. pretty much to a T. Almost, I mean, the only thing she's not really doing is the big arena shows yet. But she's close. Yeah. She's really she's close, close she to could. what she said on and, it. And she could, she probably does opening for people, but maybe not headlining, so, right? Yeah. That's probably mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. When, so that's a good, that's a good guideline. So um, Magic Wand and Harry Potter style, because <laughs> I'm also a Harry Potter fan. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I would love to be walking the red carpet at the CMAs um, and the Grammys. And feeling like I belong there, <laughs> and uh, you know, being uh, playing big, like big stages, think opening for mm. Miranda Lambert or um, or any of the A artists, and um, maybe even on my way to doing that myself. And mm. uh, I would love to have a, the, you know, I being on the road a lot of the time would be fantastic. Uh, co-writing with some of these big artists that or big songwriters that I've always dreamt uh, of co-writing with, and and you know a nomination or two wouldn't be bad. How about that? <laughs> Do I dream sounds big good. enough? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sounds good. Because again, you know, without a big vision, you're not going to make it. Years and see where we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you know, because you know, without a big vision, you're not going to make it happen anyway. You know, oh God! Re- so, shoot for the shoot for the moon, and you'll land among the stars. That's what they say, yeah. right? That's yeah. right. So yeah. tell everybody, as we end this, tell everybody how they can reach out to you. All right. I'll do some self promotion so, here. 
You got it. If you go to Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, it's Jessica Lynn, L-I-N-N-E, music. And uh, my website is Jessica-Lynn, L-I-N-N-E, dot com. That is awesome. And we loved having you on the show today. We did. Thank you. This was really fun. I love how much time we had to dive into topics. That was really cool. Thank you, guys. Thanks for That's having our me. Plan. You know, we, we, we actually, we always give people up to 90 minutes. Usually it's about 60, mm-hmm. you know, but we try, mm-hmm. we, yeah. we, we don't want to be a 15, 20 minute show because again, no. you can only, like you said, you can only do so much in 15 minutes. Yeah. We want sure. to dive deep into the artist's life because in most cases, the artist doesn't get a chance to get their story out. Big artists do, but that nobody ever mm-hmm. helps share the story of the smaller artists. We, that, that's where we come in. Yeah. We hope to have you back, uh, you know, down the road and see where you stand. Well, we do. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> we can check. I mean, hopefully before that, but we can check in over after those five years and take the status <laughs> report. How about that? I have a new single coming out in May, and I'd love to touch base with you guys uh, uh, around that time hey. if you want. If you oh, want. Yeah. We'll, mm-hmm. bring you back. We'll, we'll bring you back on to talk about that. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Cool. All right, sounds good. We look forward to talking to you soon. Yeah, thank you. No thank problem. you. Uh-huh. And, and thank you for Bye. coming on the show. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's show. She was really awesome. Again, we don't want this to feel like an interview. We want it to feel like a conversation between a couple friends. That's our whole goal. If we did that, we accomplished we what we did. And I, and I feel like we did do that. There will be no show tomorrow because we will be helping our marriage because we we believe in keeping everything in balance. (laughs) We'll be at the exit. So looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they'll be watching our kids, so we're looking forward to that part too. (laughs) (laughs) One of the few breaks we get. (laughs) So we're definitely looking forward to this this little three day breakaway here. But anyway, Monday we've got. awesome um, show again for you and Tuesday we've got it and you know again all next week but anyway until then you have a great day be sure to go to Jessica's pages and all that look her up buy her stuff buy her merchandise and help her out and we'll talk to you soon